Welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast, sharing a rundown of tips and strategies to live healthier and happier in a fun way. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hi, it's Monica from Run, Eat, Repeat, and I'm answering your questions from the question box. I kind of have, I don't think there are a lot, a lot this time, but I feel like they require lengthy answers. So I'll try to run through it fairly quickly and we'll see how this goes. First question, why are you all dressed up? I am not dressed up right now. But the last time I answered questions, I think it was Thursday night, I was dressed up to meet up with a friend later. So that's why I was dressed up then. I'm not dressed up now, but most of the time I'm not dressed up. That's why I was dressed up actually is because most of the time I'm not. And I feel like I needed to get it together. So there's that. Have you ran the Chicago marathon? If so, how was it? If not, would you ever a thousand percent? Yes. That's actually one of the races that is on my bucket list because I've done New York. I've done Boston. I've done Marine Corps. I've done LA. So I feel like I've done a lot of the big city marathons in the U.S. And I've heard awesome things about Chicago. One of my favorite running movies, The Spirit of the Marathon, is about people training for the Chicago Marathon. So yes, I would love to do that race. It is the same weekend as the Long Beach Marathon and Half Marathon that are here. And Long Beach is here, as in Southern California, in case you didn't know. I am born and raised in SoCal. I ran outside in Long Beach, the city of Long Beach, years ago. And so it has a very special place in my heart. Because of that, I actually ran on a treadmill for probably over a year before I ever stepped outside to run. I was really self-conscious and scared and just felt dumb somehow. Like, I don't know. I just felt... I couldn't, I don't know what it was. It's really odd. And, or maybe it's not, maybe it's completely normal and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with me, but Long Beach has a very special place in my heart because I see it as the first place that I ran outside, you know, and and it was okay. The sky didn't fall. And then I usually run that race every year. I did it this last year because I was out of town on a romantic getaway. So that kind of bums me out that I didn't run it this year, but Chicago also has a lottery and I just never, I don't have it together enough to go in for the lottery to end up being able to register for it. So not yet, but I would love to. Were you diagnosed with hypothyroidism? And if so, were your TSH levels in the normal range when you were tested? Okay. I do have hypothyroidism. It's been years since I was first diagnosed. And I don't remember the answer to this question specifically. I remember that there are, and if you don't have issues with hypothyroidism, God bless you, you're lucky. This is kind of going to sound weird, but one of my, there's like T3 and T4. One of those levels was off for sure. I don't remember if my TSH levels were off most of the time, or at least Hashimoto's is the most common cause of hypothyroidism in people in the U S 
And I don't have that. So I think that I get a ton of questions about this because I've talked about it in the past and I'll actually do a blog post for this video so that I'll put links to anything I mention. I'll link to a couple of the past posts that I've written about hypothyroidism, but just to kind of cut to the chase, if you have Hashimoto's, that is not, I don't have that. And I think most people that ask me questions do have that. And I feel like I just want to give you a heads up that I might not be the most helpful with that or what I do and use might not be relevant to you. So there's that. But I will put links on runningrepeat.com for more information. You can check it out there. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to do a scavenger hunt thing again? I don't need the prize. Just love the game. I wonder if the winner is asking this because they're like, I don't even need the prize. I just had a good time with it. Yeah, I had a really good time with it too. I thought it was super fun. I was kind of torn a little bit because the scavenger hunt had people looking for things they would see on the run. And I know some people do run on treadmills, but when you try to make everyone happy, sometimes you make no one happy. So I need to just put it together again. And it does take a lot of work. So I'm glad... When you guys tell me what you want and actually makes me happy, especially if you say it in a kind way, you can speak your truth and love. And so when you ask me questions or say, hey, can we have more of this? I appreciate it because then I know what direction to take my editorial calendar. And like I said, the scavenger hunt takes a lot of work. So you give me a heads up that you want to do it and I'm all for it. So yes, that will be coming. And I do think it's a lot of fun. Okay, this says, favorite quote from a book, the Bible, a movie, a family member, your best friend. This is fun. From a book, I can't think off the top of my head. I feel like, oh man, and, I, and I've had so many. Well, I don't have a favorite quote from a book, but I actually have listened and re-listened to Why Won't You Apologize? It was actually... Almost, I want to say, accidentally suggested to me from Audible. I was listening to probably another kind of like self-help relationship style book. And this is in that genre. And I think it's just really interesting and informative. I don't I don't even know what I was expecting from it. So I think that's almost good. But I feel like it explains how to apologize how other people apologize, why other people don't apologize. Mind you, I don't have an issue with this personally in my life. It's not like I have this tumultuous relationship with someone specifically that I'm like, they never apologize for X, Y, Z. Wasn't that. This is what makes it almost more interesting is that I found it very helpful just for all of my like friendships, relationships, everything, just all my interactions with people. That's not a quote. But, okay, from the Bible, I really love the love is patient, love is kind. Actually, I had it up. Um, I have a thing with the whole verse, and it fell, not when I was here, but the thing was down that it just gave up at some point. I think when I was out of town, I was like, oh, so I need to put that back up. But I think it's Corinthians 13. I love that because I think love is kind is something that I've had to remind myself in past relationships where I am kind of struggling with justifying people's behavior, taking ownership for it, like kind of blaming myself, right? Or trying to explain away 
when someone does or says something that is not cool and we all make mistakes, no one's perfect, but just going back to the simple idea of love is kind. And if the person that you love is not being kind to you or you are not being kind to the person that you love, there's something that needs to be checked there. And I think I've had to interact with people that are not kind and I'm trying to figure out like how to manage that. But you need to remember that if someone is not capable of being kind to you, that is like a base level relationship requirement. And so I think the simpleness of it, love is kind. And that means you being kind to people and requesting that people be kind to you. It's never too much to ask. Actually, for the your best friend, this isn't a quote from my best friend, but someone once told me that we have like a mutual relationship with this person. They said, it's never too much to ask for someone to be kind and respectful. And it was like this, because I think that we both love this person that did have a lot going on, but, and I'm trying to be very respectful myself of other people's privacy, which is why I'm being vague. It's not to be mysterious. It's to be respectful to other people, to be kind and respectful. But them saying it's never too much to ask for someone to be kind and respectful, that's whether or not you are even in a relationship with them. It's someone that you work with, someone that you disagree with, someone that you have, like, I don't know, peripheral interactions with, kindful, like kind and respectful, bare minimum. Boom. From a movie, The Spirit of the Marathon, which I mentioned before, is about people training for the Chicago Marathon. And there are high-level people, Dina Castor, you know, professional runners. There are recreational runners. There's someone training for their first marathon and fundraising. And so they're following them. And I really love, you're following along with Dina Castor training. And she's training in Mammoth one day on a training run. And it's, I think, really windy. I don't remember if it was like hot, like what else the conditions were. But basically the weather, she says, Oh, like this would be my nightmare. Basically, I would not be happy if these were the conditions on race day. And then she's like, but I can't say I didn't train in it. And, you know, kind of like takes a swig of the water bottle, hands it off and goes. And it's like this thing where in training, when we deal with it's super hot, super cold, there are, you know, extreme conditions. You still got to do it because you don't know what's going to happen on race day. And I just like, that there are times when you have to roll with it in marathon training. And it's just like, well, at least on race day, like you'll be prepared for that. I really like that idea and reminder. I have more quotes and stories, but I think that's get this like specific answer to the question is getting a little long winded. So maybe I'll just note this and circle back another time for some more, because I have a good family member one that I tell myself, constantly. Have you ever tried tart cherry juice? Hmm. Okay. I feel like I must have. I Because I remember when things come out, be it a new study about something that is helpful to endurance athletes, a new product, whatever it is, I get contacted by PR companies, by companies with new products themselves, People send me a bunch of samples. Like my job is running repeat. So I am trying gear and supplements and foods to be able to report back to you. 
I feel like I must have, I must have, but I don't remember. And I have a bad memory, which is a good thing I have running repeat though, because I could just look that up and remember, but I don't, I don't have like a full on review of it. I know that I've mentioned it in the past because, and for those that don't know, tart cherry juice has been reported. It has been studied to kind of help with soreness. I think it helps with inflammation. It apparently doesn't help with memory though, because I don't remember, but I feel like it's something that I should have tried. I really love cherries to an excessive level, like probably too much, but there could be worse things, right? I eat a lot of cherries is what I'm saying. I'm having a hard time getting motivated to run again, but really want to. Suggestions? Yes. I have a bunch. Okay. And where should I even start? First, hold yourself accountable. Check in. Check in every day. Running repeat. I do a check-in, run report, whatever you want to call it. People chime in when they are injured, on a rest day, when leading up to a race, after a race, just like under all conditions, check in every day. Just hold yourself accountable. Be like, this is what I did today. And sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's walk the dog. Sometimes it's sleep in. Sometimes it's eight mile run. It's all over the place. People checking in, but hold yourself accountable so that you can't just let months go by and you're like, oh man, I never got back on the running wagon. Right. So start today check my latest post, chime in with what you did today, and then chime in tomorrow. Let us know. Make a realistic plan based on your time and priorities. Like how much time do you have? When can you run? I would say pick three days a week, specifically when you can do it and go. And it it might be a run walk if you're just barely getting back into it after time off or whatever it is get out there, like pick three days a week, this week or next week, whenever you're watching this and do it and just take it one week at a time. Like at the beginning of every week or whenever, if your schedule is pretty consistent, choose your three days and then go for it. And I think a lot of times with running, especially when we're talking about endurance running, things are in like months and months, like how am I going to get back to running 10Ks, half marathons, whatever it is. It's like, you don't need to worry about that right now. Right now you need to worry about running three days a week. So start with that. Sign up for a race and start a training plan so that you know exactly. I think taking the thinking out of it is very helpful when you can just pull up a training plan and know this is what I need to run tomorrow. This is what I need to run two days later than that. Whatever it is, Get a workout plan, like have someone hand it to you and they can hand it to you through the internet, right? Where you just look up a training plan that will help you for whatever race. So pick a race. And then this is kind of contradictory to what I said previously, but pick a race that's out of ways if you would prefer to do that, if that's motivating or exciting for you and get a training plan so that you have a plan in place that you are going to follow. You don't have to wake up every day and think, okay, well, I want to run. How much should I run? Should I try to start running hills? Should I do any speed work? Let someone else think it out for you. And this all really depends on your experience level and background. Like I'm saying three days a week, if you kind of are at a place where you almost need to do 
a couch to 5k or couch to 10k program. Like if you've been doing other workouts and you are good to go, then you can start off with something that might be like I said, a training plan or something and just kind of get back into it a little quicker. But if it's going to be like a march to your death, I never want anyone to hate running. So I say, I always kind of suggest to start off a little easy so that you want to do more. You look forward to doing more. I like that. I like wanting to run and I never want anyone to hate running. So I always live like, look forward to it, build it up, like want it more. I would say also make it very easy for yourself. Have your stuff set out know where you're going to run. Like I said, what time, what days, but also with your gear, if you're running in the morning, have it ready to go so that you, wherever you're going to brush your teeth, your running gear is right there. Everything that you need from head to toe, you can put it on or rolled up together that you can put in your bag to run after. And this is a new trick that I just came across. And I think that it is amazing and so smart. When you are doing your laundry, put in groups entire head-to-toe outfits. So you put sports bra, top, shorts, or whatever you wear on the bottom, and socks, and kind of like put it in one pile, or I actually roll it because I'm wearing capris right now still. That won't be for long, but I just, I put all of that. So I put like my shorts or capris, then sports bra, top, socks, and roll it up. And I put it, I need to do a post about this. I just started this. You know, those like hanging things for your closet that you can, I think they're for shoes more, but I've used them for leggings before where you roll them up to get organized. I put the entire running gear outfit in there and just grab it and change. I think like this has been life changing for me. And I have a lot of little running hacks like that, but this one is the most recent. And I think it's really fun. And it circles back to just making it easier for yourself. So there's another one. And then I would say get a running buddy or join a club and do it. Make a running date with your friend or join a running club or group and have that set time that you kind of look forward to too, because I feel like things like that are very fun. They're social and you're obligated because you cannot flake out on your friend. Not cool. And if you were in Southern California, Coach Steve's running group, the Soul Runners, I'm trying to think exactly of what day it starts back up, but basically they have their kickoff party to start training for, I believe, Long Beach. I might be off for this, but they're starting a new round of training this weekend or next weekend. And I will also put that on runningrepeat.com. So you can check it out. I'm a fan of the Soul Runners. Next question, do you take or have any favorite extra protein or supplements? So yes, I have a protein powder that I really love. It's Spurutine. Yeah, I'm just a huge fan of it. Bought on Amazon. I'll link to it on Running Repeat. I also have, for the holiday flavors, I usually get the Advocare because it's in a packet. And for supplements, I do the Spark Energy Drink. I mean, they also sell rehydrate. I always end up running out of it because I buy spark and like multiple flavors. So I always have like a lot of spark and not that much rehydrate. So I kind of like save that, but I use spark really. Um, it's meant to kind of be like a pre-workout, but I use it pre 
during, post. I just am basically always drinking it. It does have caffeine. So if you're sensitive to that, heads up. But I use those kind of like hydration drinks, but not just when I'm running. I will use those on a daily basis all the time. And I take vitamins. I take a couple supplements as well, just kind of depending on where I am in the world, how much I am prioritizing that. Sometimes I'm really good about it. Sometimes, meh, meh. My first half is next Sunday, the OC half. Any last minute tips? Nervous and proud. Okay, good luck. I kind of want to give you my phone number if you have like any super last minute. Like, I feel like before weeks, maybe I'm just such a weirdo. But I get, I would get a ton of anxiety. I would get very, very nervous. So I would say it's going to be fun. You're ready to go. You know, the training is done. You should trust your training. So my first tip is to have fun and try to enjoy it as much as possible. My next one is to lay out all your stuff head to toe not just even the night before the race, but like the day before, or if you're going to go to the expo on Friday, like the day of the expo, just so that you know, you have everything. I think it's kind of like packing your bag to go on a trip. Sometimes you pack it early. You'll remember something else will pop into your head that you're like, Oh, I wanted to take that. So you got to check the weather and then you should lay out everything that you want to wear. Um, keep everything the same, wear the same gear, use the same sunblock, Put your hair the same way. Uh, just eat the same food. Do everything the same. You know, it's been working and training ideally. So keep that all the same. And yeah, just try to remember it and have fun. You only get one chance to have your first half marathon. And don't like as much as it's running 13.1 miles and that is a long way. I feel like it goes by so fast in comparison to how much you're training, right? So you're training, training, training for weeks and weeks. And then it's like one day that's the race. So on some level in comparison to how much time you've already spent, like this is just one day. So try to enjoy it as much as possible. I did a video on my race morning routine before the half the OC half last year. So it's specific, it's applicable to anyone who wants like to see my race morning routine, but I will put that on running repeat. And I have a, if you're coming from out of town, a packing list, I'll put on running repeat to runningrepeat.com. So you can check that out. And if you have any specific questions, feel free to ask me, like I said, have fun. I think OC was my first half marathon. I don't really remember. I think I'm catfishing myself. But that was the last question. If you have a question, you can ask it in the question box. You can DM me on Instagram. You can write me a letter. You can type me an email. You can yell really loud. Whatever it is, let me know. I hope this was helpful. Thank you for listening. For show notes, recipes, discounts, and more, go to www.runeatrepeat.com. You can also connect with Monica on Instagram by following at runeatrepeat and on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash runeatrepeat. Be sure to subscribe to the show and please rate and review in your podcast app.